0: Just go. On. So, it's the yeah. Warren If you want to be happy for the rest of your life, Warren, Gary Fred Ray, have has some advice. Listen to the wisdom and you'll rejoice hearing all the happiness in his voice. Hello, Warren. Um we've uh, we've lived it last night. We uh copped it post game. It started off with a rocket here in the uh, sports show, let me tell you. But I said, got to cop it. When, Absolutely. You, when you lose, you'd have to cop it on the
1: chin Thank and uh, God for Maccas, work hard. Yeah. Without Maccas, you wouldn't be able to get through a day like today. That's it. But you know, it's, it's, you know what? At the end of this, Porter, uh, they fall on their own sword here. Because when you talk up, we're going to win three flags in five years and and 100,000 members and be debt-free and all that stuff, which oh, I'm all for saying, hey, talk big. But the thing is, you've got to back it up. And when you're one from five now against top eight teams, 74%, right, that's scoring, 74%. So you concede a lot more than your opposition. And the bottom eight teams, you beat up. And then let's face it, you're 10 and zip at 166%. That says you are a flat-track bully. And the reality is, as much as oh, I think I played the audio last week of Ken not happy with the media questioning, well, the reality is Port, it is in their heads, cannot beat big teams. And until they do... It is going to be a big cloud hanging over their head until they can beat a team. Don't get me wrong. Melbourne absolutely outclassed Port Adelaide, outcoached Port Adelaide. I think we called it early. They covered Port Switch. Port want to switch, you want to take on, change change lanes, go round it, play through the corridor, kick inside forward 50 to space. What they didn't get, they couldn't switch. They couldn't play on quick. They forced them to either try and hit the impossible, which then resulted in six turnover goals from six scores from Melbourne early on, Or kick long down the line and Gorn would mark everything. If not, the midfield were running at twice the intensity. So beaten by a better team, better executed team, probably better coached team on the night.
0: And at the end of the day, you get what you deserve. Bix described it as Port Adelaide, if they played, say, Brisbane or Bulldogs and the like, he said they'd probably win three out of ten. Probably. That's that's around about the percentage that he thought that they were at. So why is it that Port Adelaide can't get to a point where they are able to beat those teams, seven or eight out of ten. What is it that's missing? I think
1: there's two ways here. As much as everyone talks about their list, I think their list is overrated because a lot of guys who can get a lot of numbers, but then there's a lot of guys who don't have influence. Great example last night, and Todd Marshall's the beat-up boy for Port, make no mistake, does a lot of good stuff, but when both he, George Yardis, and Dixon as three key forwards are outmarked six times or five times in their forward 50 fundamentally you're going away from what a ford has always taught play in front the no matter don't tell me current football they they play the Porter afl was playing the same way it was 10 years ago they're all pressing they're all changing direction yes the speed is different our stoppages but at the end of the day you want to win stoppage you want to win territory you want to pin it in the front half and you want to score there's no, that has not changed. That has not changed since the way you played, Timmy. Yes, there might not have been a press, but there's yeah. still physical impression. If you hold the ball, you control the destiny of the game. But why is it that Ben Brown, who doesn't get a shot on goal, is instrumental in the win for the Demons, and McDon- McDonald gets off the chain and kicks four? But Ben Brown, who was questioned whether he had an AFL future. He's a classy player. He played a game style I have never seen him exposed to. He probably didn't have to at North Melbourne because he was a one-out forward, like yep. the old school correct? Rick Davies or Scotty Hodges leading yep. out or Tony Modra leading out of the goal square. Yep, Those days are gone. So he played up the ground. He brought the ball. He took contested marks. He brought it to the ground against 2v1. He hunted the ball on the ground. He then created handball chains. They were more desperate than Port Adelaide. I look at what Melbourne do. They run with speed and space and they have multiple options and forwards who keep out of each other's direction and then midfield hit targets. Numerous times Port come out of the stoppage, they miss the target, the forwards are crashing into each other or they're outmarked. Quite simple. There is a gulf between them and they're still in time to improve. Absolutely. But this is the same fundamental issue we've seen from Port Adelaide the last five years.
0: Made no mistake. So as a Bob Jane team art text came in, just about the kick-ins and how predictable they are going to that exact same point. Every time. There was, um, in your uh, era of 04, I loved your system where the the Ruckman and what's not would peel off to one side and you would just have Daryl Wakeland and a half-back, maybe Monty or somebody. Go with Daryl they kick it on the other bloke's head. And, of course, Darryl was so good overhead, he'd take the mark. And if he didn't, Monty was there as well. Yeah. And it was a really good system and somehow it just kept working. It yep. was amazing. That was a predictable um, setup but worked. This one seems to be a predictable setup that doesn't work. How do you defend it, though? Look at it. What do you do when you're Melbourne and you look at the opposition, Jimmy. Hmm. You know where you're going every time. Know where you're going. You... And it looked like we always have three tools there and sometimes compete against each other.
1: Yeah. And the crumb is, oh, you've got five people going to the one spot, but how is it that Melbourne are more often than not winning the crumb? Yeah. See, it's so even back when you go on the 04 Vintage, you, you didn't have the extra advantage of playing in from the kick-in where That's you didn't strong. have to bounce the ball. We, could, now we had guys like Dewey he would play wing and push back and kick, but he could kick long, but he'd also take the ring kick, which is short and wide, or you want to go through the 45. There's no even look for the 45. It's, oh, we're, we're booting the suitcases out of it. Instead of landing at what you'd normally land at 60, you're landing at 75, 80 out it's still fundamentally getting the same thing. Mm. And what do they say? You keep doing the same thing over again. Expecting a different result. Yeah, it doesn't really work. And that's the frustrating bit for Port Adelaide. I felt when Butters went off, certainly something changed. Mm. He, He is a vibrant player and midfielder and forward who pressures and chases and all that. But, you know... Also, too, the amount of discipline, the discipline to run the spot, the discipline to work, the discipline to hang in long enough than your opposition, and then more importantly, other things, stuff like the discipline with power Pepper to run into a guy where you've just given away a free kick. Yeah, and I was on this for McHenry for the Crows last week. Yep. I thought some of the stuff he did helped lose Adelaide the game. Yep. But the, rea- the reality is they have to be better. And make no mistake, you can talk about records versus top teams. Why does that happen? Too many non contributors in big games. Tell me a player that won their position last night. I thought Oli was Port's player, but he best player. But it's arguably whether he probably just shaded Viney. Mm. No other midfielder won their position. No. Amon was solid on a wing, but probably broke even. A mm. couple of
0: defenders were, were got plenty of the yeah. footy before Burton got hurt. I thought he was pro- yeah probably one and, of our and good best. news
1: too that that groin injury. The scans come back all clear, so that's good Great. news. But you can't beat it. Top 14, if you don't have weighted numbers, you've got to yeah. have 10 or 12, or you can got to have more than probably 60% of your players
0: beat their position. Were you surprised by the dominance of Gorn? No. no I was. Oh, well, I thought <laughs> well, Scotty would take well, it up I that thought point. Scotty <laughs> would work him
1: over more, but I always felt that Gorn would always come out on top, unless they could do what a few teams have done, it's just Tropport tried to bump into him and all that sort of stuff, but it wasn't a
0: concerted effort. And he is the best ruckman in the game for well, one reason. What we saw last showed night. showed that, didn't he? Um, the heat's on Todd Marshall, and Absolutely. as I said with you last night, I, I'm finding it very hard to defend him. Yeah, I agree. Now. Because there's no second effort, and if you, if you show desperation, Port Adelaide people will forgive you for a lot. Yeah. If you show desperation and you show that you're biting and scratching and doing everything possible, it just seems to me it's almost in that mindset of the one contest, I'm out. Yeah. No, that's great. It's got to change. The other one, too. The elephant in the room is Darcy Byrne Jones. The halfback flank.
1: And, and was all Australian. Yeah, unfortunately, he at was the moment. One of Best and fairest and All Australian. Right. And, and in the All Australian meeting, I can say last year, he was adamant. Everyone said, yes, yeah. halfback flank. I've loaded the name. Yep. Lock it in. Yep. Whoa, hang on. But we've got a stage now where if
0: Port Adelaide are serious with selection, he can't be picked next week. And look for the just for the, the poor of himself, his He is devoid of confidence. Yeah. You, you, sometimes you, you you're so waiting for the axe to fall that it just does you in. You yeah. need it to fall so you can go. Oh, that's a relief. Now I can start just the rebuild on being a football. Now I can start the rebuild. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I th- think that Cause, time's cause, come because brutalness has been falling on Hartlett, mm. Broadbent, Power Pepper in the past. Yeah, so a couple of years ago. Westie Ryder.
1: Yep. yep. Uh, the brutal call needs to come on potentially, I think, probably Marshall and Darcy Byrne-Jones. What about this for a compliment for you, Treaders? On the back of that, Alex from Kidman Park on the Bob Jane. Of all the languages in the world, Warren Treadray is fluent in facts. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say something other oh, than yeah. another F word.
0: Fluent and fluent <laughs> full of us. Fluent.
1: There's no E there, Timmy. <laughs> or A. No, I love it. Fluent in facts. Uh, strong stuff, have you say? A double two three double double Well, to back that up, Nathan Bassett from Port Adelaide will have a response Beautiful. right after the traffic.